Welcome to the Elite Life with Trisha and Kylie. This is where we'll teach you how to develop grit, give yourself grace, and succeed in real estate. So let's dive in. Welcome, 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 friends. You found yourself in another episode of the Elite Life Podcast. And today we are going to bring you some insight to why you're not making more money. Yes. So I'm super excited about this episode. Trish put me up on a book called Chillpreneur by Denise Duffield Thomas. And uh, we talked about how funny it is how like most personal development books are like, Grind till you die or you're a loser. And this is the 180 opposite of that. I absolutely love it. Yeah, the whole time I was reading this, I was thinking of you because even though you enjoy a good challenge, you're not like super competitive. You're more, you're the chill side of the of the coin. Yeah, like Trish is very intense. And although lately I've learned that I go from zero to 57, thank you, Amanda, for that insight to my, my own behavior. <laughs> Trust your best friend to always tell you the truth, honestly. Um, but yeah, this is such a great book. Um, there are tons of nuggets. And I highly recommend that um, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a mom, if you are a real estate agent, like if you do any type of business or I think that a lot of people would get so much out of this, even if they don't run their own business. Yeah, I I feel like money talks are one of those things where like more people need to open up these conversations. Like I talk about money very freely and I find like a lot of people are very uncomfortable talking about it. And this book really helps because it goes through how these money blocks, um, their beliefs that like, you know, it, it, it inhibits your ability to set appropriate prices, to handle customer complaints, to deal with requests for discounts or refunds. Um, and, you know, this even goes into, like you said, it, it could be for anybody. It could be how you handle asking your boss for a job if you work a nine to five. Right. It could be for kids and, you know, they're asking their parents for some allowance money. It, it really, everybody on the planet deals with money so it can help everybody with their mindsets and their blocks. Um, and, and even like how comfortable you are with maybe people that owe you money or people that borrow money, like having to handle it or chase it or just setting healthy boundaries around money. Yeah, for so long, people didn't talk about money because like it is a very private and personal thing. And a lot of people are very guarded about like, oh, how much money do you make? Or, you know, what's your, you know, what's your gross income and stuff like that? And this is not what we're talking about. We're talking about like the beliefs that you have that inhibit you from making more money. So we can, um, oh, I looked at my notes. I skipped a piece. <laughs> they also talk about how you spend money as well. So like we've talked a lot about on the show in past episodes that, you know, um, we talked about spending and saving money and I never thought about how I think about money. That's what I wanted to share is, you know, we talk about spending money, saving money, getting money, but how do you think about money? How do you perceive money? A lot of people have different, you know, different perceptions of like, what's good money? What's bad money? Or if it's good or bad to have too much money. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, yeah. So let's jump in um, to like the first idea and belief. And I really want you guys to listen to these um, and maybe try to see like which one you line up with the most. Like drop us a comment. We want to hear from you guys. We put out a lot of stuff um, and I would love to see like what you're thinking about what we unpack in this episode. Because like I said, I think it really applies to everybody out there. Yeah. And these three, to be fair, is not she says in the book, it's not an exhaustive list but these three uh, mindsets are the most most common and uh, going through them you'll see why yeah yeah and the first one we're going to talk about is um the thought that you have to work really really hard to make money and this one hit me because this is the type of household that I grew up in my mom worked at Ford Motor Company her dad worked at Ford Motor Company my dad was an entrepreneur and ran his own lawn and landscaping business so like our family like worked and that's what they instilled in me is you gotta work 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 grind 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 and if you look at like me and my brother uh, my brother's a roofer now and he owns his own roofing company and he grinds, 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 works, works, works. I grind, 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 work, work, work. And my dad actually said to me the other day, he's like, I love that you guys have my work ethic. He goes, but I really wish you didn't work so much and so hard sometimes because I think about like when you get it, like I know what it's like to be in that mindset and yeah. to be nonstop and, and you don't need to do that, to make money and have a good life. Like realistically, um, when I learned how to, and I, and I'm working with like some, some of the people that I'm coaching right now, I'm working with them on this too, is delegation and saying, you know, um, I was talking to one of my coaching clients yesterday and she's like, well, I get in this mode where like, I just have to do it, you know, like everything has to get done and I got to grind and I got to hustle. And, you know, if I tell this person to do it, like if they don't do it, I'll just do it myself. And I'm like, okay, well, I can tell you like the best thing that ever happened in my career was to just start saying, I'm giving this to Kim and however that turns out that it's getting done. And I'm giving this to Kylie and however that turns out, it's getting done. And this is Andy's and this is Dave's and I'm going to let people own these things and I'm still making money, but I'm able to make money and maybe not wake up at 4 a.m. every morning or not work till midnight every single night or take a two-week vacation and be able to set my phone aside. It's all about perspective. And if you have something valuable to offer, like in the coaching situation, it's experience, knowledge, system, success. Um, You utilize those skills and that knowledge and experience to make money. It doesn't necessarily have to be you physically grinding morning, noon, and night, you mm-hmm. know? It, it doesn't have to be hard all the time. Right. And and if that sounds like you, like, you're in the boat with me, too. And I I felt this one as well. And, and the next money block is um, the feeling that you have to choose between helping people and making money, and you can't have both. And that kind of goes back to what you just said of, you know, a lot of people um, have this mindset of um, if you're not working really hard, you're not um, earning the money. Like, and, and a lot of people f- don't enjoy having money that they haven't, 
quote unquote felt like they earned. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. It's funny because I was just <clears throat> listening to an interview that just popped in my head with Matthew McConaughey, right? <laughs> like, I love Matthew McConaughey. Who does and... not? Raise your hand if you don't. Okay, we're not <laughs> friends anymore. <laughs> yeah, and he had that great book, Green Lights, and you know, he's been super crazy successful, but he talked about the first time that he had a box office hit, like, he had this big box office hit, made a, sh- a whole bunch of money, and then, like, he literally, like, left and went into, like, the wilderness of Africa for 23 days, and Brendan's like, why did you do that? And he's like, well, I made all this money, but I didn't want people to like me because I made this money, you know? Like, I wanted to go out there, and I wanted to be all by myself, and then come back and realize that, like, they liked me for me, and, like, I did good work, and I earned that money. Yeah, I may not have been building houses or, you know, doing roofing, but my skills I had as an actor were real skills and I deserve to get paid well for them. I made that box office hit, you know? Mm. So just like a coach or an actress or an actor, and we're not saying these jobs aren't hard, right? But like same with real estate. It Real estate isn't a labor-intensive, hard job. It is a service. And, you know, some people would be like, oh, well, you just opened a, d- a door and made $6,000. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> I so- see your face like, absolutely not. No. And I mean, you have, like in real estate, you you have those deals that go super smooth. You love the clients. You enjoy working with them. Showing them homes is more like hanging out rather than, you know, showing up in a blazer and being super professional. Um, but then you have those ones that our friend, like Becky said, they do get hairy and people do get pissy and, you know, things can go sideways. So it can be very stressful. It can be very easy. But that's just like any job. When I was doing property management, there were days where Things were going fine and everything was great and everyone was happy and people were paying them rent. And there were days where I literally wore a firefighting hat for 10 hours straight, just dealing with things that come up, you know. And I think that that brings us to really the the crux of this mindset is I think that people think that if you're having fun doing your job or you enjoy what you're doing, that's not okay. And I will share with you a, I don't know who needs to hear this message, but um, the very the one the very best thing that I did for myself was going into business for myself. Like, yes, I sell real estate. Yes, I do coaching and consulting and all of these other things. My pizza has many slices, as Mr. Philly D would say. But um I enjoy my work and I felt this way, this mindset. I felt this way at first because I was like, dude, I just worked a 10, 12 hour day. You know, in the summertime, it can get long. And if you are successful, you're going to have clients to serve and houses to show and things like that. But um, I wasn't burnt out. I wasn't pissed off. I wasn't upset. I was happy to see my family at the end of the day. And um, I really enjoyed it. And then I got the paycheck and I was like, oh, I enjoyed getting this paycheck. Like, it's okay to like what you're doing and make money at the same time. And I think that is where that is really where your soul is happy. Yeah, you know, Gary Vee, who you love, he's a huge advocate of making money off your passion. And there's nothing wrong with enjoying your work. And you shouldn't undervalue your gifts or skills either just because you like what you're doing. It's not your fault that most people stay in jobs they hate, right? Exactly. You don't 
have to. And you earn that money. And I'm like going to touch on that a little bit more because again, like going back to real estate or really any job where you get to set your own price. What I see happen a lot of times is say your friend comes and they want to buy a house and they're like, well, can't you just cut your commission? And I'll tell my agents like, you shouldn't have to like you're you're doing a job, you're providing a service like you have you deserve to earn that money. And I always say like, OK, you know, if somebody comes into me and they're like, well, I want you to cut your commission. I'm like, OK, what do you do? You work at Ford Motor Company. So I want to ask you a question right now. Right. If you walked into Ford Motor Company today and your foreman on the line said, hey, John, you're going to work the next 40 hours on this line for the next 40 hours, but we're only going to pay you for 10. That's cool, right? No, 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 <laughs> nobody is going to say that. You're also not going to walk into Burger King and go, oh, well, you know, we get this with investors. An investor goes, well, I buy houses from you all the time. You should cut your fees. Really? Do you walk into Burger King and say, well, I've been buying a Whopper from you six times a week for the last 16 years. So my next five Whoppers should be free because I come back all the time. You come back because it's good because you like the Whopper. Right. If anything, that would mean you pay more because you know you're getting great, amazing service. Right. So don't undervalue your gifts and your skills, people. Don't think that just because your mom wants to buy a house and it's your mom that you have to do it absolutely for free. Your mom does her job and she gets paid for that job and she uses that money to pay her bills and do things. And buy your kids clothes because you know that's what she's doing with all her money. (laughs) Right. But this is your job and you have to get paid for it. Whether it's your friend, your aunt, your cousin, whoever, they should respect you and they should want you to do well and they should pay the same as everybody else pays. When Aunt Cindy used to watch Trent when he was little, she charged me for for daycare. Right. right? And I'm sure she probably charged you for daycare. Yeah. And I, I willingly pay her because I know where they are. I know they're happy they're safe they're loved and they're not getting shoved in a closet when they're bad they should but she won't do that I've tried to talk her into it All right. I've, I've gone on my soapbox enough on that one. Okay. Um, hold on. I think that's a struggle for a lot of people. Charging. Charge for what you are worth. You are the one who determines your value. And the other thing I want to say too is, and I've run into this in my consulting business, um, it's okay to give friend and family discounts, but when you come to a spot, and I'm gonna, ha- you're gonna have to make me take my own advice on this. <laughs> so, like, you come to a place where you say, okay, you know, I'm working on these projects. I, I maybe at the startup, you know, your first three clients were friends or family, and you were just starting up, so you gave them a discount because you knew they were going to be easy and if you screwed up it wasn't crazy and they're gonna give you a five-star google review no matter what just to get started um don't have a problem going back and say okay well i've gained more skills i can bring more knowledge to the table i can bring more value to the table so now my time costs more Mm -hmm. and if they don't want to pay you for that time someone else will and that might be a hard conversation to have but i just want to say like don't let it get personal You know, like you just say, hey, friend, 
it's $75 an hour now. And if your friend's like, I can't pay that or I don't want to pay that, say, that's cool. I'll see you at the pub after work and I'm going to go find someone who's going to pay me because I have to buy a house or I have to pay for braces or I have to do this or I have to do that. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, I actually I actually have had two people um, that were friends of mine recently that I was just helping out with some side stuff, not even like doing a full real estate deal for. And they're like, I know your time is very valuable. So just let me know how much money you want me to Venmo you. Like I didn't even ask for money for my services. They knew Trish is an expert. Her time is extremely valuable. I should pay her for this service without me even having to ask. So that comes right across in how you present yourself, how you how professional you act, how you are showing up and how you are treating every single person that you interact with in your profession. I'm treating everybody like a client, whether they're my friend, my family member or my child. And we're going through in a professional manner. So they expect and want and are happy to pay a professional service fee, right? Yeah. Um, so let's let's roll into number three, and that is um one you said it was kind of hard to wrap your mind around, yeah. which was you're repelling money, you're repelling money because you don't think that you can have money and something else or that more money you have you know more money more problems right right? more money more they made a song about it right so um higher tax bills mooching family members or friends um that can get sticky right so i i will tell you that like Sometimes I'll roll into this bucket a little bit because the nicer things that I get, the more that they do cost, right? Like I buy a new nicer house and now it's like, oh my gosh, like the first time I got a gas bill in this house, I was like, our gas bill's $450, something's wrong. And then the next one was $400 and I'm like, what is happening? We did find out we had a small gas leak, but even after that was fixed, (laughs) our gas bill was still 400. It's a lot of house to heat, you know? Right. So, I mean, this is one of those things like don't you don't want to be repelling money like, oh, I don't want to work hard because the more money I make, the more responsibility I'm going to get or the more bills I'm going to have. Right. Like, is what is what is what is that for you? Um. I don't know. It was hard for me to wrap my brain around this one. I feel like I fit better with the first two. Mm-hmm. Um, I never even thought about taxes when it came to making more money. I just had a vision of what I wanted life to look like mm-hmm. and what it would. You help me really unpack and plan out what it's going to take for for that to come to fruition. And Ryan and I are not people like who live beyond their means like we don't we just don't and so it didn't really resonate with me I definitely resonated with the first two much better but I want to know from our listeners drop a comment if you're listening um shoot us a message let us know do you resonate with any of these do you think this is all bullcrap like what are (laughs) what are what are your visions on money because like Trish said at the beginning like we really need to open up these conversations especially with the drastic changes in the economy that we've seen even in the past five years and what we're going to be rolling into in the next five to 10 years. I think that if more people have conversations about money and feel okay about money and feel okay with whatever level they're comfortable at. I mean, like my my dad's a, a plumber and my mom's a you know, teacher's aid for special needs kids. And they're very comfortable and very happy at that level, you know. But I think that if everybody can figure out, like, 
what success looks like for them. Um, if you need help, you should drop us a line. You can email it, me at Kylie at MyStarsAcademy.com. Oh, shameless plug there. <laughs> but like Trish and I really enjoy helping people unpack and unravel the overwhelming vision that you might have for your future. Or maybe you just have this vision and you're like, I'll never have that. That's untrue. It's never been easier than now to make money. And there's plenty to go around, despite what you might be hearing on the mainstream news. So with all of that said, drop us a line. Let us know what you're resonating with. And stay tuned, because when we get back, we're going to take a short break. But when we get back, we are going to talk about very detailed ways that you can overcome these mindsets and just push them out of the way so that you can live a better life and make more money. Do you know more than 80% of real estate agents fail and quit in their first year of business? MyStarsAcademy.com has set out to solve this problem by providing a convenient, expert-based training and coaching program for both agents and brokers. The Agent Accelerator program teaches agents everything they need to know to level up their business, have a constant flow of free leads, convert those leads into clients, and take those clients to the closing table keep them coming back for more as repeat business. Our industry experts have years of proven success in the business and are here to share that gold through one-on-one -on -one coaching. This will help you achieve more structure and work-life balance. We will map you a plan you can follow, which will guide you through the steps to scale and grow in both your business and personal life. Don't be a statistic. Visit MyStarsAcademy.com and enroll today so you can get the success you deserve. All right, friends, welcome back to the Elite Life Podcast. If you're just joining us, we're breaking down the most common money blocks or mentalities that keep you from charging more, growing more, and earning more. Yeah, so quick recap for those who are just tuning in. Uh, number one is the mindset that you have to work really, really hard to make money. Um, the second is that you can either help people or make money, but not both. And the third is that if you make a lot of money, you're going to either have more problems or you'll have to compromise something that you value. Yeah. And so let's talk about how to overcome the first and the second, which are kind of similar mentalities yeah. and that they deal with your perception of resources. Yeah. So in the first, you feel as if you must extend copious amounts of energy and time in order to make any sort of compensatory money. Yeah. Whereas in the second, you're torn between, you're torn between um, where you want to pour your time and energy because because you don't think that you can have both, right? Like, I can't be a high-producing woman and have a great family. That's right. a very common. Oh, one. for sure. Preach, preach, for sure. And, I mean, we all grew up to, you know, hearing the saying, you can't have your cake and eat it too, right? So I think that that is very very deep-seated in all of us. Yeah, and so like here's how to cope. Like instead of thinking that you need to work so hard, I want you to envision what your life, your career, your relationships, your wallet would look like if things weren't so hard, right? Like right. I was just reading um, in one of my books and it was saying like if you – fear comes from not being able – from the unknown, right? Fear yeah. comes from the unknown. So if you can envision – 
how this works out, then the fear goes away because there's nothing to be afraid of. You right. know what happens if this happens, right? So I want you to think about how much of an impact that you can make in your home and in your community and in your sphere yeah. if you had those extra resources. If right. you had more money, you can take your family on big, great vacations where you just get to spend time together. If you have more money, like we use the Elite Cares program, right? Yeah. My favorite thing in the entire world is watching how every single year when we do Elite Cares, which is a program where our real estate company buys Christmas presents for yeah. kids at Christmas that need them and provides Thanksgiving for families in the community that need them. And I will tell you, Kylie, the first probably three years that we did Elite Cares, I was such a ball of stress because I was like, if people don't donate, how will we feed these people and how will we buy their kids oh, stuff? Because God I didn't always have any money. Makes a way. Yeah. And I didn't have any money to do it. But like you said, God always makes a way. And it was like, okay. And now I have lots of, not lots of money, but but you also have. have agents who help you and contribute. And yeah. it's the idea, like you went back to delegating. Many hands make for light work. Yes, absolutely. Or, absolutely. And the more that I have, the more I know I can give. Right. right. So it's changing that mindset and that perspective. Instead of if I have more, I won't be able to do things. If you have more, you are able to do things. It right. opens door. Money and resources are freedom. Yeah, for sure. Ooh. I got goosies on that one. <laughs> um, the same is like with feeling torn between um, serving people and making money. Uh, think of all the time that you can save and the money that you can earn and how much happier and how much more um, uh how much more of a better job you're going to do because you know when people don't like their job they don't do a great job they don't excel everything it's just this circular trough of sorrows right, right. um you know think of how much happier you would you would be if you were able to serve people and make money you know um and we talk about like coaching or real estate so like if you're a coach right now so maybe right now you're charging $30 an hour and you have 25 30 clients Think of how much more time you would have to spend with your family or work on your hobbies or work on yourself if you only had 15 clients that you were charging $100 an hour, right? Or if you're a real estate agent and you're running around and you're showing all of, you know, all of these, you know, lower end houses, which is fine. I know a lot of, I know a lot of agents who make all their bread and butter with investors, you know, cash deals, things like that. But what if you only had to sell 12 houses a year and you could make $300,000 because they were all multi-million dollar houses? It, it's again, it's all about the mindset. And if you if you let yourself be OK with serving people and making money, it it can be a good thing. Absolutely. And I want you to remember, like, if you're not servicing those clients, it's usually a you problem, especially in real estate. I can tell you absolutely. Realtors, they're like, oh, I can't I can't get million dollar clients. How would I do that? The exact same way you do a ten thousand dollar client. Exactly. Every client you're selling a home, whether that home is one thousand square foot or that home is 100,000 square foot commercial building, actually. Like, it's all the same. We have the same license. We do the same things. We right. interact the same way. You are the only one stopping you. Like, I've started to, like, verbally say, like, you know, you, you heard me do it the other day. I was in the office. I was, like, all stressed out. And you're like, 
is there something we can do? And I'm like, nope, this is a me problem. Yeah. It's like realizing that your perce- your perception, your mindset is what's holding you back. And that's it. You can service million dollar clients. You can be the coach that charges $200, $300 an hour. If you don't do it, that's a you problem. It's nobody else's problem. You have to remove those money blocks and stop thinking that you're not enough because you are. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, And also going back to what you said about like affirmations and things like that, we have dropped a downloadable resource, a sheet that you can start using um, in your morning meditation, if you're in your evening before you go to bed. And it's just like reading over. It's just a couple questions and affirmations that really dig into moving this money block and just really helping you unpack it because we don't, like I said at the beginning, you don't usually think about how you think about things. And because a lot of these perceptions that we have are so deep-seated in our subconscious from growing up and just not even things that have been told to us, but things that we've seen and experienced that have been ingrained in us from the way that we've been been raised with our family and the culture and things like that, um, sometimes it's hard to unpack. So go over, head, head into the description, download that, and let us know what you think. I want to know if it's helpful or if it's garbage. <laughs> All right, let's do the last, the third and final hurdle, um, which is going through like the the fear that you can't have money and other things that you love and value in life, like family and peace. Um, you you don't think like you can tell your relatives, no, I won't loan you money, or you have you can't tell your friends, no, I won't bail you out of jail, or you can't tell, <laughs> you know you can't tell somebody, no, I won't sponsor your son's golf outing. Like I've had these conversations a lot of times, um, and. The thing is, is like just because I won't loan you money doesn't mean I don't love you, right? Like yeah. just because I won't sponsor your kid's hockey team doesn't mean I won't come in the stands and cheer them on. The fact is, is like I have some very clear cut boundaries about what I will and won't do. And what I found is I just say like when it comes to money, right, if a family member were to ask me to borrow money today, I would tell them me and Dave early in our relationship and our marriage had an agreement agreement that we will not lend money to people because it can create problems in your marriage. Oh, you lent your dad $50,000 and now that's why we're broke, right? So we just decided up front, we made this rule and this is our rule. And when I tell people that, they completely respect it. And if they don't, guess what? Then they don't belong on your bus, right? I always say like, we're driving this bus of life and we're inviting all our friends and our family members and our people and our squad on the bus. And if they don't want to get on the bus with you, that's fine. Then they don't belong on your journey. But you give them the option, the opportunity, and you explain why you're doing or not doing things. And it's up to them to decide to jump on or to jump off. Yeah. Yeah. Laying it on thick, right? (laughs) All right, cool. So the other thing Denise points out really, really quick is that some people fear the added responsibility of having more money, like paying more taxes or having to figure out what to do with all the money um, or how to budget the money. That's a big one. People don't know what to do with all the money or how to budget. And it can be very, very over overwhelming. So people just figure what, you know, why even bother, you know? Um, I actually had a conversation with an agent one time. Every March we do like recaps with the agents. And I was like, you did so great this year. Like, what do you want to do next year? And she was like, oh, I don't want to do any better. I don't want to pay any taxes. She literally didn't want any more clients and didn't want to sell any more houses because she didn't want to pay any more taxes. And like, I I remember thinking that way myself a long time ago, like, oh, I don't want to have a big tax bill. And I was meeting with this very wealthy investor. And he's like, he's like, honey, 
He's like, don't you ever be stressed out about your big tax bill? Because if you get a big tax bill, that means you made a lot of money. Yeah. So just do what, what I taught you to do. Like plan accordingly ahead of time, set aside things, track your expenses, and it's going to be all right. You made enough money to be able to handle that tax. You earned that tax bill, friend. It's about perspective, not, oh my gosh, I got to pay these taxes. I earned paying these taxes. Right. I made a bunch of money because I did a great job this year. Like be proud of yourself for those things. Things. Yeah, bless not stress. And that goes back to um what we were talking about earlier is the mindset of worst case scenario. So I make all this money, worst case scenario, I don't know what to do with this money. I don't know how to pay taxes. Okay, well, you have all this money. You go find delegate that responsibility to a CPA or an accountant or a bookkeeper or something. Boom, problem solved. So now we've thought through the worst case scenario. We've already solved the problem before we got there. So again, there's Nothing to fear, right? Yes, Nothing yes. to fear. So it all comes down to planning, mm. mindset, perspective, like just staying in that positive and remembering that like we all, the universe wants you to win. Yes. We all deserve to win. And the more that we embrace that winning and that success and that positive mindset and continue to remind ourselves like no matter what happens, like... We're here for success and we deserve it. Like we deserve a good yes. life. We deserve the elite life, right? Yes. Like that's what this podcast is all about. Like you earned it. You deserve it. It doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be scary. And when it feels hard or scary, like take a hot minute. Like Kylie was saying, grab that meditation download and get yourself recentered and remind yourself like I keep I keep working to bring myself up to this level and then everything around me gets back into balance and it's good. Like I raise my baseline and then life catches up with it. And I raise my baseline and then life catches up with it. And if you just keep doing that, you look back and you're like, dang, look how far I came. That was right. so great. So that that's a great a journey, feeling. right? Yes, yes. Well, I hope you all got as much out of this as Trish and I did out of this book. This is not a paid ad, so like we're not affiliated. <laughs> But we just really, really loved all the nuggets and strategies that Denise drops in her book. You should go check it out because this is only a small fraction of the of the wealth of knowledge and um, inspiration that she has in the pages. So go check that out. And don't forget to like, subscribe, share, join, drop us a note, tell us you love us, all of the good things, and come back next Thursday for a fresh episode of Elite Life. Bye. Hey Walker. Hey, I'm I'm at the at your house here, so. I know you're buzzing. We were just finished up, so we'll be right down. Oh, sorry, sorry. All good. We'll see you soon. All right, see ya. <clears throat> no, it was good. We thank you so much for joining us today on the Elite Live with Trish and Kylie. Be sure to share the episode with a friend so we can continue bringing you more great tips on grit, grace, and real estate. You can also connect with us on Instagram, Facebook. We hope the ideas we share continue to help you build an empire and leave a legacy.